Oh, boys. You ever started one of these <laughs> off before? I've, I forgot how to start things off. Episode 67. Yeah. Um, we're approaching some big numbers in terms of episode numbers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we just hit 100, over 100 subs on YouTube. So um, if you have a second right now, if you've enjoyed our content in the past, you're, you're going to enjoy this video. Um, just go ahead and you know hit that subscribe button see what we have coming uh follow us on twitter any other platform that you consume podcasts on we're on there so give us a follow yeah uh, join the, there. the 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 post 90 club and i guess the club the community and really the nycfc community wherever um you can find it whether that's instagram or twitter or tiktok or youtube um you know there's a ton of great people uh within the community aside from just us but i would like to think that We've done uh, at least a, a decent job. We we deserve a attaboy for um, what we've contributed. I think over the course of the past, I feel like we're we're approaching three. Um, yeah. Whenever we make it to, uh, I want to say July. So um, it's cool to to hit a little milestone like that. Although it's not much, it's uh you know obviously something we appreciate from everybody that listens. So thank you guys, um, and we'll keep churning out content and. Uh, as we come up with bigger and brighter ideas, providing you guys with stuff um, as we can, really. Yeah, and, and if you're new to the community, if this is your first, you know, kind of insight or intro to the NYCOC community, um, this is a great show and Twitter account to follow um, to, to get into everything else. You'll get into the weeds if you follow us because um, you're going to find all of the guys that we follow mm -hmm. um, and interact with that are great members of the community like Juan Carlos, uh, the outfield, all of those guys. Mm -hmm. um, Blue City Radio. Blue City Radio, both mics. Um, we have a great episode with them um, on their pod. Actually, it's the first and the only pod so far that we've been invited to record for NYCFC, which was uh, obviously a super cool thing, especially from two guys um, that, you know, have been in the community and recording something right. for so long. Yeah, I was since guys the that we inception of the club so much. And yeah. So, um, you know, this is a great show. Like I said, to get into everything else, NYCFC. Um, you know, it, we talk everything from, you know, our just initial reactions to, you know, our our in depth takes or what we think are yeah. in depth um, at that time. So yeah, give us a follow if you can. Um, you know, if we have to earn it. Maybe in maybe in five minutes you can sub. Yeah, and uh, this is coming off the back of a a one nil win um, at Minnesota. Uh, NYCFC I now believe in all competitions is on an eleven game unbeaten run. Uh, I know when we talk almost off, unscored on. Yeah, almost. I know in the month of May unscored on. Um, I believe in the league. In league, that's correct. Yeah. It's actually kind of crazy. The only team that was able to score on us in the month of May through our seven games was uh, Rochester, New York. Yep. Um, so shout out Jamie Ballers. Vardy's boys, I guess, because uh, they were able to get it done in, in the way that six other MLS clubs could not. And there were some some big hitters in that group, whether it's yep. Minnesota or New England. Um, and then, you know, I'm not going to lie, a few slouches around the league <laughs> had to roll through uh, City Field or Yankee Stadium this month and... and catching L after they wanted to talk about our banner or whatever um but that's what happens yeah I mean all of those clean sheets all done at home basically mm. um you know 
which which one do you give more credit to the home field advantage or the or the defense? Do you think we've we've got it together at this point, or you think it's more of just That's kind such of a, a dangerous question to answer because I don't want to say yes, um, but I feel like we have it together right now. Um, obviously, to have all of those clean sheets and to be unbeaten for as long as you can, you have to be you know really performing at all three levels of the field, and I think. Like you just said, our our defense and uh, Sean leading them back there, you know, more so in this Minnesota game than we've seen because he hasn't had to be tested too much in those clean sheets. Um, not like not like last game. Not yeah, yeah. not like against Minnesota. Um, but it's re- we've those boys in the back have really stepped up. Um, I, I would start with saying Collins, who by far, I mean, we've tweeted it and I'll tweet it until <laughs> my fingers don't work anymore that he is the best center back in the MLS and he, by far he's still has zero inform cards on FIFA still just a base silver 71 with 49 pace and I don't play FIFA but I have a sick feeling he's gonna get a team of the season snub yeah I'm gonna have to well I'm gonna have to write to the to the I may for the first time use the podcast account for my own good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably tweeting them. Right. Telling them that they need to do it. Yeah. Um if not drop the player card into my account. Yeah. So that will be annoying when it when it ultimately happens. Um but it's obviously deserved. He just got uh another team of the week. I believe it's in back to back weeks now. Um and I think Tiago Martins is not far behind him in terms of form right now. So you're a truth. You're a Tiago Martins truther at this moment. Yeah, I was a denier for sure. I Every, think who wasn't. I think you know you you can't have us being in good defensive form and and him not necessarily being in great form because he, he like it has been night and day since you know the early parts of his career with us. Um, but he still has that mistake in him or you know the wrong decision in a 1v1 that that Collins has to come and make up for uh specifically in that in that um uh, the last game where he was in a one-on-one with I believe their number seven I don't know his name mm-hmm. um and he just stood there instead of stepping I don't I just don't like that part of his game the, the you know the timidness I yep. like him to be more aggressive but you know at the end of the day clean sheets are clean sheets wins are wins and He's contributing to them at a high level. So, yeah, I think a interesting question to maybe ask Collins if he was, you know, if we were to get him in a press conference, maybe, and then also somehow uh, nut up enough to ask the man a question. <laughs> um, is, I feel like I'd be, it'd be easier to talk to him on the street than it would be to ask him a question at a presser. Like mm-hmm. I would one hundred percent. It does seem a lot more official. without a doubt. Walk up to him and be like, "Yo, you're the greatest ever." Yeah. But the pot, just the idea of being him being behind the podium, just mm-hmm. it's different. And you like you want to say something, you want to ask something smart. Then you're like, are these people next to me gonna clown me if I say something <laughs> stupid? Yeah. Like they're they're like taking it way more seriously than me. Yeah. Um, but I I think a, an interesting question would be, what are like the communications, uh, the communication differences between him and Tiago and him and uh, Chanel? Because I know with uh, Glenn's pretty long interview with Chanel, he talked about how like him speak. and Collins like don't speak on the field, which seems like insane. Insane from you know what I would consider to be you know one of the best you know for sure top five top three Duos center back pairs in the league. 
like that just seems mind but it's like i mean i don't want to compare it to us but the first thing i thought of is like when we play rocket league yeah we don't talk and where when we do though we perform worse almost yeah well, I, I was almost going to go the other way with it and be like, what would it be like if they did talk? Like, could it be much better than it is? Or is that just their game? I feel like they've, they've run off vibes. They just run off vibes. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, I, if it works for them, it works. But, you know, I mean, right now you can see that it's a different partnership with, with Tiago and Collins. Whether they communicate or not, I mean, is it? I mean, if they don't, then you know that it's Collins initiating the no talking, mm-hmm. and Chano just kind of was like, "Well, this is my life now. I guess <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna have to figure it out." But um, do you have any feelings about? I don't know. I don't want to make anything out of it, you know, more than it should be. But do you do you feel like at all Chano is beginning to take a back seat, uh, generally, in our team? I don't think he should. Neither. I don't think he should. I think just by force, um, the severity of what happened, I think it's just going to, it's just a time thing mm-hmm. where, you know, having that full confidence, but I don't, I don't even think he lacks confidence. That's the thing. Like he doesn't no. play like he lacks confidence or like he's scared or anything. So if anything, if, if there is some like easing him back, it's all on the coaching side. It's all beyond his control clearly because he would he would probably just want to be out there and die out there if he had to right well yeah definitely not from him i'm I'm just not sure if well so where it comes from is with we had a pretty packed schedule i believe it was uh two weekends and two midweeks in a row so you got the four games within 12 or 11 days whatever it is and for each of the well at least for the open cup matchup chanel got the start in that instead of in the league games and uh, I think it's become apparent that Ronnie, at least up until the New England point, he was not going into the game super pressed about having all the starters right. in. You know, we see people like Jason starting, uh, Kevin O'Toole at, at left, left back, back yeah. um, all these different personnel changes. And uh, for whatever reason, Cheneau was getting the starting role in oh, the yeah. the cup games versus the, the league games. You know, the only theory outside of you know maybe just getting him that time to to catch back up um you know maybe ronnie looked at him and was like hey we got a run of home games Mm -hmm. um this dude's not in the form that we wanted him to be or need him to be in so we're just going to put him to the grinder and and let him figure it out yeah you know get him all the game experience that you got yeah yeah yeah, because you know that you know at the end of the day, he can pop in and he's going to do... He's a professional. He's going to do the job. So you need to put somebody like Tiago Martins on the grinder and, you know, let him just iron that thing out and get and force the partnership with Collins and be like, dude, that's going to happen. Whether you like it or not, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to happen. It needs to happen. Um, that's the only theory outside of resting Chanel and that, I'm I gonna, could, that I could think of. With, with Tiago, I'm going to say pressure made diamonds in this case or... or pressure made uh, uh gold gold yeah still uh, s- gold gold s- sold not well not what still, like like sil- like silver and gold silver and gold mixed combined. yeah but like more gold but it, yeah it's working towards something and it'll be interesting after the break with everybody you know fully rested up um to see you know where the lineup is at because that will you know properly be 
minus GP, the strongest lineup or the the you know best players that you right. can offer at that time. Cast Ionos. Cast Ionos. The guy worst. couldn't say his name. That was the worst. It was like it was you probably a Minnesota a guy. Golden boot, and everybody would like know who you are, how to say yeah. your name. Maybe know your name with the the. What is it? Is it seven or eight figure? Well, maybe that's way too high. But the I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, when a, a man is gonna sell for seven oh, to eight yeah, figures, yeah, yeah. you you may want to know how to pronounce his name if you're from Minnesota. Instead of doing that, I can't eight do figures. that. Eight figures. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, six, two. three, six, three, six, two. Yep, three, Eight. six, two. Bang. Um, which hopefully he ends up going for at some point. Hearing that, uh, hopefully he doesn't. West go. Ham related to visa issues or something like that. They're they're like losing interest. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. I don't know, but people keep saying Leeds. I think Jack Harrison and and Tati linking up is like. That'd be crazy. The ultimate fantasy of like an NYCFC but, but fan, like, and they just got Aronson. But they have to fire Marsh and like hire Vieira yeah. or something for the vibes, you know? Yeah. Like they, you can't have Marsh and no, I can't rock with those Marsh. two guys. Like, I, I mean, st- I, in the in the sense, like we'll put on for him because he's American and he and he's doing the thing out there. At least saving them in the, mm-hmm. in the sense, like they didn't really need saving. I feel like, <laughs> like they should have just kept Bielsa, but that's a different thing. Um, all together, but I support Marsh because he's American. But it'd be way better for the vibes if if it was any other if American. If it was Vieira, if you just get <laughs> Vieira in there, or imagine, oh, imagine they like really reached and they got uh, our first coach, uh, oh, Christ. Jason Christ. <laughs> I think he's just rotting away in Orlando, or they've they've even moved on from him at this point. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. But, I mean, talking about coaches, too, I, I think it was, I mean, it could have been anybody, but I think it was Chris Campbell. Um, getting a lot of shout-outs in the game. Before, yeah, not only getting a lot of shout-outs in the game, but I think before the game was talking about um, Ronnie's record uh, in games, and he actually overtook Vieira for uh, all-time wins as a coach. Um, but that was all competitions. I guess Vieira never got a win outside of the regular season. Um, Makes sense. So Ronnie, I think, is still like five or six behind from taking just the MLS regular season thing. Um, but, you know, that's something I feel Ronnie is going to end up setting. And uh, yeah. we're just going to forget that he has the record because nobody will most likely, you know, reach whatever he ends up yeah, bringing then, it up to. You know, he'd be one of our first legends um, for the club. Yeah. There's a few trophies or a few statues um, that feels like uh, need to start being built. Ronnie in preparation Ronnie for in the his stadium. Underwear should be a statue. The of Ronnie Roller. Wherever our stadium is, that is coming. <laughs> With the trophy. I'm fully convinced now that we actually are getting a stadium announcement, and I say this because of the sponsorship agenda that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like that, it just. You, I don't know. I feel like you don't just get all those sponsors for no reason. Yeah. Unless, I mean, it may not be a brand new stadium. It may be something that we're renovating, and that's why we have to get, like, the HVAC and, and scaffolding and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm thinking genuinely the Pigeons may have found a home. I hope so. We may not be the New York Wanderers for long. And there's, there's rumors... That uh, apparently in rivalry week, 
um, which is in July, that there's some type of larger announcement. People are saying larger than the club has ever made before. Um, and I were signing thinking Killini. about it. <laughs> yeah, please, God, no. Um, nah, that man, he's donezo though on LAFC. I swear, oh, when we oh, play them, we're signing Messi. <laughs> can, can you imagine uh, uh, Kilini trying to keep up with Tiago? Oh my goodness! I mean, what do you do at that point? We you saw. just chop his legs, right? No, we saw. He grabbed him by the back of the jersey, <laughs> pull him back. Yeah, we saw yeah, that true. before. And then your boy comes and starts trying to beat yeah. him up too. Yeah, yeah, that was Minnesota's plan. And Tiago gets yellowed for it, by the way. Tiago needed to score that chance that he had mm-hmm. in, in that game. I know we're kind of going all over the place at this point. Yeah. We're back in the game now. That's fine. Um, if you're looking for a timestamp, we're back on the game now. <laughs> um, you know, in a game that was pretty... I mean, it, it was fun to watch because, you know, Sean Johnson made a ton of saves. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I saw some things on Twitter that we controlled a lot of the game and that we, you know, pretty much played them off the park. I don't see how that can happen at the same time that Sean Johnson is having to stand on his head mm-hmm. and make a ton of saves. And, and Minnesota definitely looked, in my opinion, to be the better team that were actually, like, going forward and attacking a ton. I mean, we had our chances. Um, but I, I, if anything, it was a 50-50 game that we were on the good end of. I didn't feel like either team controlled it at all. Yeah, no, I would say the same thing. We we would be dead without Sean in that game for sure. And um, the post. And the post, yeah. Uh, the post, man. I think they had two that they, they hit the post on. But I don't know. He, I think Sean's heating up at the right time. I know he's had a, a interesting relationship with the men's national team. Um, Go on. No, no, you can continue. I just, <laughs> I remembered a tweet that you made during the game that later became true. Or not that game, but the game before, during the Chicago game. Which was? That we're going to make another average keeper a big transfer fee to a European team. And then Slaninia is now linked to Real oh, Madrid. Yeah. Completely off base. I mean, it's... But it's, we're talking keepers, yeah. you know, American keepers. It's what we do best. It's what literally what waffling and, and absolutely having like other topic thoughts <laughs> mid topic but yeah Slonina linked to Real Madrid um I think we need to start attaching sell on clauses to these keepers because uh, Wait, the man finders of the match, fees like the something. man of the match um trophy comes with a sell on clause <laughs> yeah. if said keeper is then sold to Europe yeah we need it. Um, but Sean Johnson, not yeah, to be he, off topic, he needs to be in the consideration for one or two. Absolutely. Or, like, minimum two, three. Absolute minimum. I, I think one of the, the best arguments for Sean, and like I was saying, he's had a interesting relationship with Greg, um, and because I think it was Stefan that ended up bowing out of the, the camp right now, that's during the break, um, he called Sean up. And I think Greg did say that Sean will see playing time uh, in this window. So that's really exciting. Uh, he said... This so, game's this weekend. Yeah, I think he said Turner is going to start the first game, which, okay, I guess. Another uh, another child of ours that we sent to Europe. His foot unfroze? I think so, just oh, in time okay. for... Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. But I think... Um, he must hate the revs if he faked... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I think like the end of June it might like refreeze though, after yeah camp. Un- until he goes to Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Sean deserves it. I think 
the best thing that Sean has going for him is, you know, if you're going to go and play competitive ball, you want somebody that is playing week in and week out. Um, if Sean can be doing it at his highest level, yeah, I honestly don't see any reason to start a Stefan. I don't see any reason to start a Turner. You know, these guys that are on benches, I think it's silly like when you see the men's national team throw out posts about like all the winning Americans and it like right. and they put uh, like Stefan up there with like the Premier League trophy. It's yeah. like I understand. I he, understand. He got choked on when he did. Play. Yeah, I understand. Like you know, everybody in the locker room is a part of the team. The team winning and stuff, and he has to be ready in case something happens to like Ederson and that stuff. But it's like. Well, it was and not ready. Yeah, and like <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know. Just big picture, it's like or like. Do you think I don't think Stefan like would be cla- like be claiming the trophy and being like I won this trophy. Like, oh no, doing well, that. But it seems like we putting, do putting the tr- putting the work in and training every day. Probably yeah. You're like you're making that's fair. Everyone else better too. That's true. Um, and you know playing playing obviously the minimum games to get a get the mm-hmm. medal and everything like that. You you probably do feel. Yeah, like you deserve that's true. It. Um, but but just his talent alone doesn't stand. I get your point that his talent alone isn't going to stand in the way of somebody who's been playing nonstop. I'm and just has saying, the minutes. if, if Stefan is to start 36 games in the Prem, the Man City aren't winning the trophy. Oh, that's uh, all I'm saying. Not not with the title race that happened between City and Liverpool. They're just not. I'll be honest. And that's no. That's an interesting point. That's shots, an interesting but. point because I, I I would probably back them to be in a race. Still, yeah, you you just have too much attacking. And you're like every part of your team is just so good that you can afford to have a mediocre keeper. Because mm-hmm. like, how many times is it going down that side of the field? I just feel like he has to account for at least like, you know, a. a 10 maybe 10 goals on the season that go in when they shouldn't have and like how many points does that end up ultimately taking away from you maybe more than 10 i mean we we haven't gotten to see Depends. him in, i would love to see it. in tons of volume right? i would love so, like, to see it. it's really impossible to know maybe he comes in and they're so, better like i i know like, is i feel like stefan in a run of games would figure it out mm-hmm. kind of like when i just don't want that figuring out to be done for the national in team. our three group stage games of the World Cup, right? At all, I don't want yeah. that. If if Sean Johnson is but the other happens. argument though for that is that if if we look at the beginning of last season for for Sean Johnson, obviously this is a different season. He's in way better form than he was even maybe towards the end of last season mm-hmm. or at the start of this season. Definitely the start. No, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah. like the beginning. When, when like the bangers were happening, when you have the talent that's at the World Cup, mm-hmm. like it's it's very <laughs> possible that that gets very out of hand very quickly. Yeah, it's not like Mukhtars and Celerayons. So, it's your your Messi's and your Ronaldos of the world. Yeah, and so we have to. That is probably the most important piece to put together. And we're not even bringing a replacement in for um, Holovic that that just got injured. Um, I thought that was weird, but you, you, this is you probably could have gotten a Keaton in there. You could have gotten, you know, any number of talent in there, and, and, the, and that person's not being replaced. I think that's just if it's a money decision, then that's that's bad for us. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll say this selfishly. Uh, last talk about the World Cup for this episode is, I believe it begins November twenty first, and we may be 
in the midst of a, a deep playoff run um, for NYCFC. And I don't know. I would assume Sean would love to get called up even if he's the third string and he's only going to ride the bench the whole time. But I would prefer not to yeah. lose our captain and our keeper for a playoff run to go back-to-back. Either. I would really prefer not to. Either you take Keaton and Sean now and you oh, take them every single window until the World Cup. Can you imagine they take Keaton? I'm just saying, it, it happens now where it's never because I don't want it... I don't want you to look at you know the World Cup and we're in a deep run and we actually need them and then yoink them because you see that they're in good form. I don't want that and then us to have... like Personally, selfishly, I would rather have... It's more realistic for us to win Title II mm-hmm. than for the United States to win the World Cup in this current form. Yeah. So I'm, Greg, I'm taking the I'm taking the title two over the you know, maybe the deep World Cup run. The pigeons at the World Cup. Yeah. And and realistically from what we've seen from Greg We don't really they don't they're not needed. He, there's no respect coming from Greg right. for Keaton and there's, you know, seemingly no respect within the top three coming for Sean. So right. I just don't want them to be bench They're warmers. They're not going to be riding for trophy when we two. need them yeah. for trophy two. Yeah. And if they or are, you know what? Next man news. up, Barraza, can distribute his uh, tail off for the team. And hopefully by then, Collins and Tiago Martins have made you know, a ton of the pro- team of the weeks and don't allow shots. The problem is if we end up with Barraza only, we're going to end up in a five in the back. The rest of the year, it's we're gonna have to see what happens. Oh, who knows we're, what we're, wing okay, back, we're not gonna get to it, but who knows what wing backs will quickly, even exist at that point? Very quickly, I just want to say that ah, Jesus, <laughs> wow, we've gone far. I just wanted to say really Spring quickly that 30. Acevedo has been amazing. It's a it's wild that he is the best right back at our club at the moment. Um, Doesn't make sense. It's it's great to see an actual cross be put in and be put to a body, um, let alone a head. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I love to see it. I hope he continues. And he may be that player that we need to duct tape this thing together until Tinner Home can actually come in and play full games. Yeah. Um, which is a very far, far it's far away at I, this point. I think he said the beginning of August is like, you know, he's might start getting some minutes. Right. So, so it's going to be form tenor, tenor home is far. Think about how long it's taken. Hey bear. Uh huh. So I don't expect tenor home for a long time. He's not the youngest he won't guy either. He'll be playing full nineties until probably the playoffs. Yeah. So, and I'll, I'll say this, you know, with, uh, July coming up, the whole complexion of the team could change. I, I don't want to say that we're targeting a wing back. It feels like even though with all of our wing back problems, that would not be a transfer target just because of the talent that we do have when we're healthy. Not only that, but just the the duct tape is working more than mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, it's almost not even duct tape. It's like super glue. I don't even know what to tell you. Let's let's wrap it up with this. What do you what position wise? With all the depth that we, you know, suddenly have in NYCFC two, do you think is most needed for like the first team? If we were to target a position to, to make a transfer, let's say we get a bunch of Tati Tati Bucks, um, although that kind of messes the equation up because then we're thinking about replacing Tati. But 
I guess if, if Tati stays, what do we want? And if Tati goes, we obviously want a striker. I feel like there's not much that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a true all-out like defensive midfielder because we have guys that can play there but that are not outstanding they're not outstanding defensive midfielders i would say like a standout defensive midfielder and sometimes it's like forced i, I to don't play right back. see keaton as that i see him no. more of like a box to box just fall out midfielder mm-hmm. so i would see like like a james sands like literally i would spend <laughs> money to get james sands back <laughs> yeah um but just having a, a a true defensive midfielder yeah um would do us wonders in the in the playoffs yeah no i i'm totally on board with that i think you know as long as tati doesn't go then we but even with tati going it's like we're, they, we've got the attacking players to fill that for the for a season yeah, I get a little concerned with with the the boys. They have a case of the the missing the tappins for sure. Tala is for sure who I think is really um, the front runner in this Tati oh, replacement he will, conversation. He will be the replacement. Yeah. I don't I don't think we'll purchase. No, I think it's gonna be Tala's in like academy boys. Yeah, because at the end of the day, Tala's he says he wants to play number nine, so mm-hmm. he's gonna get his chance. Yeah. Um, once, once Tati, you know, inevitably breaks all of our hearts, yeah, and people around him, please let him know, remind him that he's breaking our hearts when he leaves. We gotta get picture <laughs> and autographs before he goes, a hundred percent on this thing. Um, yeah, and then pictures with him. Um, but yeah, that's just stuff to look forward to. I mean, we yep. we are. Uh, I was gonna say like a month away from that transfer window open, opening, so it's gonna be. And interesting. I mean, whatever happens, happens. But you know, we have a strong team right now. So whatever reinforcements we can get, if we need them, would be great. Absolutely. And not only looking forward to that as fans of the club, but you know, anybody uh, within the community or that are fans of us. We obviously talked about it at the end of last episode too, and maybe we should start talking about this at the start so more people hear it. But. Uh, we have big plans with some recordings um, scheduled, not scheduled yet. But Summer heat. We have, you know, unofficial conversations that we've had with people that we're bringing on the show. Um, and we're just, you know, fleshing out when we want uh, to have everybody on. So there, there will be a run of the back-to-back-to-back guests with, you know, tons of conversations, hopefully talking about, you know, potentially a new signing or what we do now that Tati departed. Um, or you know whatever form the club is in and getting some men's national team talking because you know guys like Michael Allen love that there, um, yeah and there's going to be a time where that's really all the content that we're going to be able to consume there's going to be international breaks and stuff like that so. yeah and when that World Cup starts I mean it's going to be a frenzy so yeah. stay tuned for all that uh, we'll obviously keep you guys updated um, like Justin mentioned at the beginning of the episode at Post Ninety Pod on Twitter. That is, you know, your main, main spot for all news about us. And uh, we try to stay up to date with NYCFC stuff, too, and everybody in the community. So, yeah, follow and, us and, there. And nobody claimed the 100 subscriber sticker yeah. on YouTube. So, that means if you've gotten to this point, just say you're here and you'll get a <laughs> sticker, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we'll connect with you one way or another whether it's if you're you know, if you're listening at this point you're a real one so mm-hmm. let us know and we'll get you a sticker yeah if you go to games we'll we'll hook it up there at one or 
I'll ship it to you. I really don't or care. Or if you want to show up just outside of the stadium, we'll yeah. just be there. I, I guess. thought you were gonna say outside of the house. <laughs> or we can do like a like a scavenger hunt in New York City. Like just place one somewhere random and be that like, here's your sticker. Different. But, but yeah. all right. That's Anyways, it. Anyways, it's sleepy That's time. Episode sixty seven. Thank you guys for watching. Uh catch you I'll say after the break for sure. Yes. Yeah. After the you've, first you've game after the break. So much content here. I yeah. feel like we're good for a little bit. We're good. Um but yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, peace. peace.